Hey everybody, welcome back to The Producers. I'm joined here with Floyd. He is scratching and bathing right next to me, so if you hear some weird noises, that's what that is. Um, Alright, well, with that, um, this is episode 21. I guess I never will actually get away from counting, because um, that is how I organize them um, in my hard drive. Um, but this is Nathan. Nathan is... Uh, a regular performer at the Coalition, and he is fucking awesome. He, um, he's been all over with that, and, uh, you know, you just meet people, and you're like, hey, do the show, and they're like, yeah, and then they come on and have fun, so that's what this is. This is another example of that, someone I dip, I've never had a real conversation with. Um, we talked about cheese at, at Friendsgiving, um, but yeah, he's super fun, and, uh, really grateful that he's on the show and had a good time. Um, plugs, plugs, plugs. He wanted to plug Zoggin, which is, um, his team. Um, I tried to find them on social media, but was unable to, um, but they will be coming back to the coalition sometime in 2018. So be on the lookout for that. Speaking of the coalition, uh, what is it? RVA's home for comedy or something like that. Um, rvacomedy.com at rvacomedy on social media. They're wonderful. It's where I practice and perform. And, uh, oh, speaking of perform, so they have shows Thursdays, two shows on Friday, two shows on Saturday, and then a show on Sunday. Um, my improv troupe, Tiny Bladders, is going to be doing some shows coming up. I believe we are December 3rd, December 10th, and December 17th. Also tonight, um, Sunday, not the Wednesday that you'll hear this. Um, nobody hears it on Wednesday. Um, we're doing a show. So we're doing shows there. Um, come out, come out, support. It's fun. Uh, local comedy. Uh, a lot of fun. The, the Coalition is a wonderful, wonderful theater. They have classes. Classes are starting in January, probably. Um, I'm taking my third class, third of fourth, third of four. Um, yeah, typical producers. Plugs at ProducersCast on social media, ProducersCast at gmail.com, ProducersCast.com is our website. Um, email us, I'd love to hear from you. Especially if we have any of uh, Nathan's friends who do end up listening. If he does plug, um, the only person who's plugged it is Brittany, um, and her episode went nuts. <laughs> um, oh, also, there's a link uh, for an Etsy store. My friend Michael has an Etsy store, and he's fucking incredible. Um, he made a, a producer's cast glass, and we're trying to get stuff worked out with him, so maybe we can feature some stuff if, if somebody did want to order them. But uh, all proceeds would go to him. Um, yeah, so that's that's think that. Pretty sure that's all I got. Floyd, you got anything? Nope. All right. All right. Just figured I'd check. Sometimes he does. Keep keep your um keep your paws clean, everybody. Um, Tom, welcome back from Thanksgiving break. Let's go ahead and uh, get into something. What are you working on? What are you working on? Throw it in. Let's go. <laughs> Let's get it.
been, um, to say the least, it's been kind of a struggle with um, knowing if I have the audio all right. Okay. Um, when I first started, I was just winging it because mm -hmm. I had these two mics. Mm -hmm. And um, as I've gone on, you know, I've had time to mess with it and a little bit more. And I'm like, oh, I finally found out the solution to fixing all my problems. And then I run into something completely different. Uh-huh. And so, um... I get you. I've been doing... You have a podcast. I don't. You don't? <laughs> I don't have a podcast. Sorry. That's my <laughs> default line for anybody who I have. <laughs> 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 I'm the only one here who has the show. Yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then my favorite question to ask people, which I don't think I can ask you, is have you watched the show? No, I haven't. I haven't. You can't, because it's audio. <laughs> right. Right, 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 right. Um... No, I, um, and I also say this to people too, I don't expect anyone to watch it because it's two hours. Okay. And it's every week. Fair enough. And people yeah. have, and there are way better podcasts, but, um, no, it's fun. Podcasting's yeah. fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you're Nathan. Yeah. You yeah. are, to my knowledge, a performer at The Coalition, mm -hmm. which mm -hmm. is my favorite place. Yay. <laughs> yeah. I, I, um, I like it a lot too. I'm assuming that we could probably talk about improv for an hour. Yeah, uh, I guess. Yeah. Easy. That's usually what I do when I bring people in is we yeah. talk about improv yeah. a lot. But I always like to get more into um, what you. What else you're into? Have I told you what the premise of the show is? Uh, a little bit. It's, it's, you said it's a podcast about creativity. Mm -hmm. I I heard that much. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, t I try to keep it very loosely based and realistically, it's just a conversation. Okay. Um, yeah. Just have, just, I don't know, just something fun to do. Sure, uh, sure. Producing a show. Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, the, the loosely based structure that I've put down is um, bring someone in, talk about whatever they're into, and, and usually I like to participate in what I like to call active listening, which is where I listen and then I have something to respond with that I thought about, which is not, um, which I, 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 I'm doing a lot of prefaces. I don't think you, you're like, well, you need to preface your information. No, I just, in general. Um, yeah, yeah. But so that's what I like to do, and I really like it when I get stumped and someone comes in with a talent that I've never had before. Okay. Like, I'm not an artist at all, so like, I had Dashiell on the show, uh -huh. and yeah. he's an incredible artist. Yeah. He comes from a family of artists. Yes. Yeah. And so, like, I was just, like, in awe. Mm -hmm. And then he brought, just to, just to let you into more of that world, he brought crafting supplies. We did a collage. Oh, my God, that's great. <laughs> ah, that's so cool. He's I, the coolest person. He was, um, he's the only person who's brought something. So okay. no pressure. You're like, what do I got in my pockets? I don't know. We could do improv games. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, uh, yeah, did, did you ever get a chance to read uh, Consumption? Or not really read. It, it doesn't have any words. But, like, uh, to... to like, um, uh, gaze upon, I guess, uh, consumption. It was a comic that he did. No, I didn't. I didn't even know he did it. He, he probably mentioned it. He, it's, it's great. It's, it's kind of about fast food. It's kind of about, uh, parasites. It's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's good. It's really good. I really yeah. want to watch it. It's scary. I want to see um, it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's creepy. It's creepy. Because I remember we were playing um, at Friendsgiving. We were playing that mm -hmm. little that little game where you just draw on your phone. Yeah. And I was like, obviously that's Dashiell's drawing. Because yeah. uh, what I I drew like the stick figures. Come on. Yes. Um. Yeah. I. What was that thing called? I I forget. Because I Jack remember. Box. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Jackbox. Yeah, uh, Drawful. It's Drawful, right? No. 
No? It was the t-shirt game. Oh, oh okay, yeah, yeah, TKO. T- TKO. Yeah, TKO. TKO is so fun. Oh my god. Uh, I had never played yeah. any of those games before, and I'm a, I love games. Yeah. And so, like, the fact that I had never played them was fun, awesome, because it's like, oh, a new game. And yeah. it was fun, because it was like yeah. a party game. Yeah, yeah, TKO is, is really, really fun. I was I was the the first like three games we played because we played like four or five mm-hmm. the first three or so we played I just couldn't do anything I don't know if I just had the right amount of alcohol to where I'm not funny because there's like mm-hmm. a there's like a a slow dip and then then it goes up a little bit <laughs> but like I was just like I got nothing and this is easy yeah. I was like the, oh gosh I had no points for like the half, first half of the game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but enough about me being terrible at games. Mm-hmm. So what 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 are you into? What uh what are some Oh, uh of an improv? Um cuz improv is yeah. what, where I find my people. Yeah. Uh other than improv, um I write a little, mostly collaboratively. Um like uh yeah, I I wrote um I co-wrote a bunch of um the scripts that Zach Mann used for for his videos uh in this um in like the trailers in between um like Project scenes 27? on Project written... 27 yeah 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 so like um uh yeah yeah that was fun um like the i don't know if you were i i wasn't there this friday but there was a there was a trailer for <laughs> um it was kind of like a a spoof of uh, Oz, um, <laughs> like, I, super timely, uh, but, um, it was a spoof of Oz that took place in a zoo, so it was called <laughs> Ooze, <laughs> and, um, yeah, 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 which I, I thought was a nice touch, um, but, um, but yeah, so, like, uh, in, in that, um, I, I also did voiceover for, um, like this this guard who never appears like on on set. It's just all of this like <laughs> all this like B roll footage that <laughs> Zach and his um his cameraman um uh record uh, recorded while they were at the Richmond Metro Zoo. So like um there I I um I, I really kind of bummed that I didn't get to like, actually see it. Oh my uh, god, that sounds hilarious. It, it 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 was fun, yeah. Like um but it, so like the way we wrote the script was we just looked through all the B-roll and we were like, okay, so what character is that animal? Who's that animal? Who's that animal? <laughs> Did you relate them to characters on Oz? We related them to like archetypes of like um prison people yeah, yeah. Of, of like Oz is a prison show would, from yeah like, from the 90s uh yes 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 I had like, to watch that um, for a crime studies class yeah I, I never I never actually watched it but like what the way I was going into it was like um cause like Zach originally wanted it to be like a prison break like heist type movie so we were thinking like okay all of these guys are gonna have to be on a team at some point and then it, and so we like kind of went from there, like, we have all of these character studies, like, um, my favorite one was, um, <laughs> like, uh, we had footage of a king vulture, and king vultures are, like, the ugliest creatures on the planet, <laughs> they, like, you've probably seen what their, their faces look like, uh, a still life of a bowl of fruit, like, they, there's, like, purple, like, on the top of their head, and, like, orange on the bottom of their head, and everything's, like, round in a weird way, and, like, 
Um, and so, uh, like, Zach's just like, okay, this guy's name is Pretty Boy. <laughs> and we're just so like, funny. this is Pretty Boy. You don't fuck with Pretty Boy. And then, like, we usually have, like, the the animals, like, say something. Yeah. And, like, Pretty Boy's <laughs> thing. It's just like, this is Pretty Boy. You don't fuck with Pretty Boy. <laughs> This is Pretty Boy. You don't fuck with him. Yeah. yeah. Just because I have to. My cat's full name is Pretty Boy Floyd Jr. Nice. Oh so that God. resonates hard with me. That's great. Um, but yeah, that, that, I wish, is that, can we, can we watch that? Can we get the access um, to that? Because that sounds hilarious. Probably. Um, I, like, I don't think Zach ever uh, sent me a link to it. Um, but... He will. <laughs> it's probably gonna be. It's gonna be on his uh, on his um, YouTube channel, Illusion Filmworks. If it's anywhere. Illusion Filmworks. Illusion Filmworks. Subtle plug. Hey, it's in the first fifteen, 15 minutes, so people might listen to it. Yeah, yeah. Illusion <laughs> Filmworks, guys. <laughs> Get your plugs in now. Signal boost. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah. Um, so you do a little bit of writing. I do a little bit of writing. Um, yeah. Uh, you just strike me as a comedy person. Um, yeah, like, when I'm writing on my own, um, I mean, I, I, I don't, I don't really, um, go straight for, like, the comedy when I'm, like, writing, writing fiction, because, mm-hmm. like, it, um, writing, writing comedy is, is tough enough when you're, like, collaborating with people, but, um, writing alone, I find is, like, super hard, mm-hmm. um, like, uh, so when I'm when I'm writing, I, I tend to um, go for uh, I I'm I'm really into like science fiction, fantasy kind of stuff. So I I start with that, and I I start with like trying to tell like an imaginative uh, story with like you know well defined characters and and like a kind of otherworldly setting and stuff before I like you know throw in a couple of jokes. Um, like I, uh, when I, um, I, I wrote a lot more when I was in, uh, school, when I was doing my undergrad. Um, like one of my favorite stories from back then was, um, like, uh, it was just about a guy who, um, who like, uh, wanders into a, a bar that's just like appeared out of nowhere on um uh on his campus like the character was me everybody mm-hmm. in in class who was like you know doing like constructive criticism and stuff was just like this is you this this isn't a character this is you but like um only only you would step into a bar that had magically appeared on campus with no questions whatsoever zero questions um and uh yeah and the bar is filled with with like dead people and demons and stuff and uh yeah it's a it's a tiny slice of hell but it's kind of fun um and the bartender is this like amorphous um purple blob that um that just wears a bow tie um and (laughs) um and like there's no kitchen uh in the bar the uh the bartender can just like 
uh, like when you order something, the bartender just wobbles violently and then spits out whatever <laughs> whatever you've ordered. Um, and if you ask it questions, like it'll it'll do the same thing, like wobble kind of violently and then spit out like uh, an immaculately like um, tailored business card that has the response to the question that you just asked on it um i want to go there yeah yeah it was uh and two dollar pictures yeah two dollar pictures yeah 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 um don't don't mind the bit of purple in it um (laughs) but uh yeah shock top all week um (laughs) um but uh yeah so it's stuff like that um where like like the humor is kind of incidental to whatever's going on Mm -hmm. because i i feel like a lot of times with um with humor writing like the the place where it kind of trips up is is where it's like okay i'm writing a funny story mm-hmm. and like um i don't know the i i guess the way i uh see it if you're if if you tend to see like things as being funny no matter what then it's going to find its way into a story mm-hmm. Absolutely. um uh, and if you're like going out there just to say like oh I'm going to write a funny story then it's I mean it it usually comes across that you're just trying really really hard to be funny and it never really, goes over well yeah I noticed the the I have like a little writers group that I'm that I'm part of starting I don't want to say I'm starting it but it's uh-huh. being started and I'm a part of it <laughs> and uh, we're trying to we tried to write uh, something funny mm-hmm. we came up with like a really good idea. And we were like, okay, let's write these individual stories. And then I got try- I wanted to be funny. Like, I wanted them to be, like, jokey. But sure. then they got really serious. Sure. And it's just like, I guess that, that speaks to, like, you write what story you want to tell. Like, what's in yeah. what story you have. And so, like, for that, it was, okay, this is obviously what's going on in my head a little mm-hmm. bit. Mm-hmm. Um, or something to that effect. But just, like, I've, I've noticed that writing for me has always been very difficult. Because I feel like storytelling... Beyond my own stories, if I'm trying to make up a story, mm-hmm. then there's just so much I don't know that would probably benefit it even more. Yeah, that usually stops me. Even though that's like, like you're just in Walmart with you can pick anything you want. Yeah, but yeah. I'm like, I just want to go to like the corner store and get the cheese that I like. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I, like, um, yeah. I I I feel like uh, writing writing on your own, um, like the 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 greatest challenge of it is, is just how much freedom you really have in it because it's, um, it's not something that's like, like in, in, in sculpture or, um, or most visual arts or anything like that. Um, you, you start with like your medium, Mm -hmm. you know, like, like, and, and, at that point, you're bound to the the limitations of that of that medium in in the sense that you're going to have a product that eventually has these visual qualities. Um, in writing, um, I mean, yeah, you have you have a page and you have words, but. It's a those, completely different yeah. medium. Completely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just thinking, like, okay, let's compare. Sculpture to that of um, like writing. Yeah. So like with sculpture, and 
this everything I'm about to say about sculpture is completely like what someone's told me, so <laughs> right. I'm probably completely. But you start with like a wireframe, which sure. you want to sculpt. Sure. So I'm picturing sculpting like a dude, just like this, like he's like in a, like a dancing mm-hmm. motion, mm-hmm. and so I'm, and then I was picturing like just like focus on the calf. Mm-hmm. So then you got like a, just a wire where like the shin bone would be, and then like you've got like a little raised bump where the calf muscle is. Right. So specifically, just that this section of leg, like with with that, like you are limited to like okay, well what what am, I'm going to put this down, and like it could go like really big, and like that's crazy, or it could go really small or stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But like there's you can only imagine what. Um, what you can actually physically do. Right. And so with, with writing, you can do anything. Yeah. That opens up a whole other, yeah. like, that. that's like, like sculpting and the other visual arts is like a Walmart, and then writing is a Walmart, a Target, and a Costco. Yeah, all right together, adjacent exactly. to each other. Uh, and there's, yeah. It's way too much. Yeah. I, who needs yeah. this much? Yeah. And so that's, that's usually what stops me, and then I just go back to, um, to not creating, yeah. which is just to kind of, give you a little more background into, um, I got out of this relationship where mm-hmm. I was completely mm-hmm. devoid of uh, individual self uh-huh. and it was bad. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, what do I want to do? And I came up with four things, this show, mm-hmm. um, improv, okay. writing music mm-hmm. and trying to write stand up. Mm-hmm. I don't write as much stand up cause it's a little bit more difficult, but yeah. I've been focusing a lot on the other three. And so, um, that's kind of been a thing for me is like trying to find something that is fun that I like to do, but also touches in that creative side. Sure. And that improv has been the main focus for me because yeah. I feel like it's less about um, anything more than just going up and having fun, realistically. Yeah. And yeah, so. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Like, um, yeah. And um, I mean, yeah. Same, same deal with improv. Like, um, you, uh, you take what. Um, well, you either say the first thing that comes into your head, start a scene, or you take what your partner's given you and go from there. And from there, you have, you know, the give and take, um, mm-hmm. the just going back and forth. And in any case, um, you are doing something collaboratively and you have, um, you have certain resources to work with. Um, there's something that gets set in motion and um i and i mean i'm sure there are there are many professional writers who would say that there's a similar thing that goes on with um good writing at mm-hmm. least i mean i i know that uh like i i saw that video about um the uh creators of south park and their writing process um i don't know i haven't seen it you going to give me the gist um they they have this process um where Every plot point should um, should hang together um, with the phrases um, uh, and so or but. So like um, you start off with um, oh god. So um, like you start off with um, a certain thing happening and then. Uh, and and so something logically goes from there, or you have um, but in which a complication arises. Um, but you should never have um, something that's just like, uh, and then this happens, and then this happens, and then this they have happens. to connect. Yeah, they have to connect somehow, or you have to have something that um, 
unexpectedly comes in and builds, you know, dramatic tension. Like, um, uh, like just the, the big reveal in, um, the, uh, the episode, I think it was just called The Startling, that, like, this Cloverfield-type monster that's, like, rampaging through the town is a guinea pig. Um, and that's, that's a definite but. But, like, um, from that but, you have the and so of, well, of course, the, um, the kids are going to have to go to, um, like, South America to, uh, to discover the source of the guinea pig threat. Of course. Because that's where guinea pigs come from. And is that really where they come from? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're actually a staple food of many Central American cultures. Whoa! Yeah. Yeah. If you Today ever, I learned. Uh, if you ever have uh, a thing called cooey, then that's, uh, that's guinea pig. Yeah. Hot damn. Yeah, yeah. I did not think you would be busting serious knowledge. Yeah, 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 yeah. Feel free to drop it in anytime you want. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. I, uh, <laughs> I love, uh, I love uh, animals and, and food and food that is made of animals. <laughs> that just seems like to not compl- to try to not ignore your point. Yeah. Just like writing in general. So English in school was like my worst subject oh, yeah? because writing to me is always it's always been very difficult trying to create a story. Mm-hmm. Writing it down. I like to I like to be an idea person mm-hmm. and I like to help build other people's ideas. Sure. And when it comes to like fleshing out all the details which I use the word, I use the pronunciation like that because I feel like it's, it's, it's yeah. the stuff I don't like. So it's like, Ugh, the tails. Yeah. Like, I, I like details. I just don't like the tails. Um. <laughs> just brush details off the cutting board. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But just, I don't know. I just never have liked trying to do that. I don't know. I, mm-hmm. Maybe it's just something I didn't ever want to tap into or just didn't feel the need or like see the point. Yeah. yeah but like, like, for example, like the group that I'm, trying to get involved we're trying to get started is like we actually might do something with what we write okay maybe it'd be like you know like a sketch show or like we record something Mm -hmm. but um yeah that's been um a new a a new thing and trying to like write like we wrote a friend of mine and i wrote a couple episodes um to like a starting point so that we could take it to the rest of the group and be like hey this is our idea and that was for me it was like here's the idea Here's the idea built upon the details, yeah. Right. Well, that that's that's a good place to to be in. I think like, uh, yeah. Um, I I mean every every um, bit of writing advice that I've ever read has at some point gotten to uh, part of of like just get something on the page. Just oh, make sure okay. you're putting yes. something down, and that's the big thing. Just knowing that you're capable of writing and that you're capable of writing habitually is is the the huge thing. Like, um, just write habitually. Um, be sure of your talents. Um, know that uh, if, if push came to shove, you'd be able to write something that you liked. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, if you're not writing something that, that you like, then that's fine too. You're always getting better um, by identifying what you don't like. About uh, what you're writing. Exactly. That that was something that I did when I first got into this, like, new wave of, like, trying to, like, be creative. Mm -hmm. It's like I would would write, I would carry around a notebook and I would write every stand-up thought that I had that I thought could turn into a premise. Sweet, yeah. Yeah. And then I I I think I stopped doing it mostly just because I just decided that 
having all these different things to focus on. I just wanted to take one away and just focus on the other three. Sure. But like, when it when it comes to, to to that concept of like keep writing, like that's what I'm trying to do with music is like mm-hmm. that you're capable of. Like that resonates because I feel like um I always like the analogy of like you listen to music and it's like this good, mm-hmm. but you're only writing music that's this good. And that usually stops people from ever writing. But if you want to get up there, you have to keep going. Yeah. And you have to keep sucking. Yeah. And so that's that's the right. thing with like I'm sure with writing is the same thing. Like yeah, this sucks, but you're never gonna get here if you don't. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Like um, yeah, and um, yeah. There 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 is just such a such like uh, an an element of like grappling with your with your own like uh, high expectations of yourself. Like. Um, yeah, uh, just you write something down and you're like, oh, why did I even like put two hours into this? Like, um, uh, this is <laughs> this isn't Neil Gaiman, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> and like, um, and and then you know, like I, I mean, I, I, I read some of like Neil Gaiman's early stuff and it, it really wasn't good. Like, I, I mean, I. Um, I I got a collection of, of Neil Gaiman stuff that I only went through, like, once. It, it was called uh, Midnight Days. Mm-hmm. Um, I've never heard of it. Yeah, there's a reason. It sucks. Um, <laughs> like, um, uh, it, it's, like, kind of, like, the B-sides of his early career. And, um, like, and I, he has published so much stuff mm-hmm. that, like, um, you just have to, you just have to kind of work to find, like, our... Do you ever like look through Humble Bundle Mm-mm. or anything? Like it's a it's a site that like um, puts out like bundles of games and books for uh, for charity. And oh, that's really so cool. like yeah, you you pay between like one and like fifteen dollars, sometimes like thirty when they've got a lot of stuff. Um, but like uh, you put in like um, X amount of money and you get an obscene amount of stuff. And there was a Neil Gaiman bundle this one time, and it's like. 20 like published volumes of like his stuff and nowhere near all of it is is like decent in any way um and and it was just such this amazing thing that like yeah uh any any writer who gets serious about it is going to make a lot of just shitty stuff but like in the sheer volume of what they make there's going to be a lot of good too um and it's it's really just getting that volume out so that you can like just be like okay here's the ideas uh, here's here's the ideas that I haven't really thought about that much um, they're they're not that good at least I've written them down I know for sure that this isn't something that I want to continue with um, and if somebody published it and you made money off of it anyway then great yeah uh, like it, can, it like something that I've that I've really had to come to grips with is is the idea that you can make something that you hate that other people really like oh <laughs> my goodness yeah whoa yeah. That, that's like a, that's like a bat to the side of the knee yeah absolutely like um, you can just like like I mostly I've had that with like improv sets where I'm just like oh man I I don't feel like I did that well that night and like and other people just be uh, well like people in the audience will be like, "That was pretty cool." That was really. I've noticed that yeah. with like Ryan, and I'll be like, "Oh my god, you were hilarious!" He's like, "We were okay." Yeah, and I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." I'm like, 
I laugh really hard. Don't say that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do this to yourself. But yeah, yeah. I've no also noticed that too, where there's like just everything I feel like improv is is a true art and that it relates to other truer arts where mm-hmm. just like yeah, you don't... And also the idea of, like, not everything you write has to be good. Not mm-hmm. everything you not everything you produce in general mm-hmm. has to be really good. I mean, no one's career is, like, solid gold platinum records or, like, Pulitzer Prizes for everything. But it's just, like... That's, and that's, that's the pressure that people who haven't been doing it for very long, like, with a class showcase, anyone who's mm-hmm. in a class, like... We gotta kill it, or because this is our one show. Mm-hmm. But just then it's like, oh well, you know, I've also done a bunch of labs, and yeah, I got nothing when I went there. So like, mm-hmm. whatever, let's just have fun. Like it's fun yeah, to absolutely. do it, and yeah. it doesn't. I don't know. I, I, that we're getting dangerously close to me teetering off on improv again. And as mm-hmm. much as I love to talk about improv, I don't. I mean, if you have something that you want to say, oh, please. Uh, How long have you been doing improv? I've been. Okay, so I started in college in my senior year, so that was in late 2013. Uh, so I, I guess I've almost been doing it for, I, I, I guess it's, it's running on four and a half years Wow. now. Uh, yeah, weird to think about. Um, Absolutely. Uh, but yeah, um, so uh, I, I pretty much just um, had been doing like, independent theater at Mary Washington, um, like, uh, I don't know if studio, studio one, was it studio 115? Oh God, I want to plug them, but (laughs) but I don't even remember their name. The little black box in the bottom, in the, in the uh, basement of the drama building. Um, but like, which I also don't remember the name of, um, uh, but, um, yeah, like, um, uh, a bunch of my friends had like seen me perform and they were on an improv team and and they just said like Nathan you need to do this you're funny and um and so I tried out not knowing what to expect and I got in and um and I did uh sets with the Mary Washington team um for that year and um I wish I'd done it before like Mm -hmm. I I wish I'd I'd, uh, tried out for the team before because I had a really good time and um doing improv was never going to be as easy as it was there because we were the only game in town. Um, and uh, I, I mean, God, like, if if anybody in college is listening to this podcast, like, just take the opportunity to collaborate with, with like, other kids you know, like, while you Regardless can. of medium. Regardless of medium because... It gets a lot harder when you're out of college. It gets so much harder because... You're not devoting all your time to your studies. You're uh, you're not living in close proximity to people um, who who you who you like. First off, like um, also, but, it's, it's a little more depressing yeah. being like twenty six and not good at something than oh. it is if I had put in the work consistently from like twenty even. Yeah, absolutely. Like, yeah, I. Um, I not mean, that being yeah. good at something should determine how much you do it, but just in general, it no. feels like you have five years. And I've only been doing it for like six months. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah, that's, a, yeah, that, that's yeah. the difference. Latch on to latch on to um to your passions, uh, your passions like arts that you're interested in, um early on and like really really drive it home, keep going with them, um because you, <clears throat> chances are, 
you're only gonna get better. Oh um, my gosh, yeah, I've gotten yeah. so much better. Yeah. In this in this short time that I've no, not well six months, yeah. Mm-hmm. Summer. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, really, just like putting in the practice, but also, um, I, I think practice is great, but like um, making sure you're you're aware of your shortcomings and you're actively like addressing them. Like, um, I I mean, it's it's great to be confident, but but like when your confidence infringes on your ability to be self aware, like that's that's where. That's where you get the people who you're, like, saying, like, oh, man, why, why won't they just get off stage? Like, <laughs> just, Damn. Yeah. Uh, Shot, shots fired at somebody. But, uh... No, you're 100% names, right. You're 100... Names. No, yeah. zero names. Yeah. But you're 100% right that the idea of, like... Well, I've, and, and I feel like that as a lesson applies to life, too. Just, yeah. But just in general, just, like, yeah, if you are self-aware, you're like, hey, I'm not good at this. And, like, that, that, that's been something that's been really good for me to do. Like... Mm-hmm. I've told this before, so I'll keep it brief, but, like, I'd do, like, a lab set, mm-hmm. and we'd be terrible, and I'd be like, okay, we were terrible because I didn't heighten, so I'm gonna, next time I'm going to focus on heightening, and then next time I heighten, but I'm like, and then I'm like, oh, we killed it, and then I go out to the next show, and I'm like, we killed it last time, so I'm going to kill it this time, and then we do something else wrong, and I'm just like, no, I thought I was yeah, good, yeah, and it's yeah, just, yeah. The, but, like, it's a huge learning experience for me, and just, like, there are so many things that I have to work on, and I'm just like excited also trying to take it slow and just be like i'll get there when i get there sure. like i'm still in classes and stuff like that sure. so yeah like like um yeah I, I think that like yeah the most the most important thing about improv that um that i've seen the most uh the biggest like key to like having a, a good set is to uh um like the people that you're on stage with um, like, that. hang out with them, mm-hmm. uh, like, when you can, like, um, and, uh, and really kind of key into the things that make you laugh when you're hanging out, and, like, try to bring those into the set, like, I, I mean, I, um, I was, I was hanging out with, uh, with one of my, uh, um, fellow team members, like, um, yesterday for her birthday, and, um, and, like, we, we had this, uh, thing with, like, um, we had two people uh, at the table who were who were also funny, uh, not improvisers, but but funny people, and um, like we got to talking about uh, Pablo Escobar's hippos. <laughs> do you do you know no about that? So like Pablo Escobar, <laughs> uh, like um, uh, famous Colombian drug lord for for anybody who. Um, follow him on Twitter. Like, He's a good follow. Yeah, <laughs> right, right, right. right. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so when he was uh, caught, um, nobody, nobody really knew the extent to which he'd like, um, like, just poured money into his hobbies, and one of his hobbies was collecting exotic animals. Uh, so he had, he had a, a zoo. He had a zoo <laughs> in his mansion, and. Um, and like he had a whole bunch of hippos, and I don't know if it's actually true that like there's a bigger like uh, concentration of uh, of hippos in Colombia now than in like any other place outside of Africa. Um, but uh, that's why I was told. That's why I was told. I believe it. I'm one hundred percent in. 
It, yeah, um, so like, yeah, all of these hippos escaped from Pablo Escobar's estate. But they escaped? Bread. Yeah, they escaped. Yeah, no, no, when he was caught, they escaped from uh, from his estate. You and didn't say now that. No, now there's wild hippos in Colombia, apparently. Oh my um, goodness. But yeah, like, um, and, and like, uh, apparently, like, farmers had found, like, cows that had been, like, just gored with like two gigantic tusk marks, and they're just like, oh, yeah, chupacabra. Um, <laughs> but um, like, uh, oh, but yeah, Colombia. Yeah, Colombia. Yeah, but I mean, you know, what the hell else are you gonna think? Like, I would jump to chupacabra before I'd jump to himbo uh, if I were in Colombia. Probably. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Like, uh, God. Um, but yeah, this guy, uh, he's just like, um, after, after that story had kind of like died down, uh, he's just like, um, did you know that the reason hippos are pink is because they secrete a sort of natural sunblock, which is pink. And we're just like, oh, okay. Just kind of taking in that knowledge and like, I secrete a pink liquid too. <laughs> <laughs> For no known purpose. <laughs> and we just kind of riffed on that for, like, a good seven minutes. Just, like, I bottle the stuff. I put it in hand soap dispensers. Like, just random hand soap dispensers. Um, and, uh, yeah, so, like, we riffed on that for, like, a good five minutes. And, like, I, I think that, that that's, like, something that comes to mind when I think of, like, just how, uh, how improvisers really get better. Just, like, um kind of latching on to the the just silly things that make you laugh when you're just talking to people and um and like bringing those into your into your sets not like preloading necessarily but like kind of taking the spirit of like oh this was the silly thing that I got a lot uh, that I laughed about a lot when I was with this person and like now I know that like something that silly is like permissible to talk about with this person, so I can bring that on stage. I can do something similar on stage, and I can take that similar like absurd energy and like apply it to my set. It's yeah. it's funny because tonight will be my brand new improv team's first refinery show. Ah, oh, nice. Yeah. Good, good, good. So I'm like I'm like trying to take all these notes in. Uh-huh. Because uh-huh. I've only I've only performed with a, a handful of them and the other handful is just like people who I asked who I thought you're not on a team, you're a student, you should be on the team and we'll we'll see if it works kind sure. of thing. Totally. But I think about the scenes I've done with like Matthew um and just like when we hang out and he just makes me laugh with like, because any silly voice is gonna get me. Oh, cool! Like even cool. just a little bit, even if it's just like a smile. Like I love, and he is so good at them. Cool. And so that's something that we do bring on because I know it makes me laugh a lot. Yeah. yeah. And also, I don't know, just in general, like that's like that's like a really that's a really big thing because we're trying to find like, you know the the right culture for the for the tiny bladders. So. <laughs> <laughs> The, oh God, honestly, that's, that's the one of the like, it fits all the parameters of a quintessential improv name. Oh yeah, absolutely. Tiny bladders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Came um, up with that before lab set because we hung out all day and we went like we hung up from like three o'clock to the set. Yeah, which is yeah. at eight, and we we must have went to the bathroom like fifteen times, fourteen to fifteen <laughs> times. And I'm just like, <laughs> like I guess that's our team name. Like that's who we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's great. <laughs> 
And every time I ask someone, like, if they want to be on like, a set with, with under the moniker, they're like, oh, I have a tiny bladder. And I'm like, great, because that's, that's the only restriction. Like, you right, have to right, be right. this. Like, you can't be able to go all day without going. Like, it has to be, it has to be an event every hour at least. <laughs> tiny bladder. That's good. That's good. Yeah. yeah. But, no, I'm very excited. Um, it's funny, because I was, I, when I was... Setting intentions for the curriculum of uh-huh. coalition, I was like, I'm gonna just get through it. I'm gonna try to meet people, get through it, and then maybe towards the end, Matthew and I will like. Well, it was I'll, I, maybe I'll get a team together or something, and then I met Matthew, and like he's like my my partner in crime mm-hmm. in comedy, mm-hmm. and so I was like, okay, you and I will get a team together. We'll we'll scout it out. You know, totally. we'll take different classes. Yeah. Um, maybe if we have to, and that that'll be okay, because um, we'll get a chance to like scout out talent or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then Katie offered our team a slot on the refinery. Because I know she's, yeah, like, yeah. strapped for shows, but I'm just trying to forget that that's what it is. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. We're super excited. Cool. Cool. Very cool. What was your first team name? Um, well, the the last... Um, the, the team that came out of 401, um, which didn't survive it's it's like um never does yeah uh but um but we were diamond wolves diamond uh, wolves. and uh and i i kind of i i kind of want to get like a, a diamond wolves tattoo i'd probably be the only person who ever got a diamond wolves <laughs> tattoo but um can you imagine a tiny ladder tattoo yeah the tiny ladder <laughs> tattoo that'd be pretty cool but um but yeah I, like uh there was there's diamond wolves um the f- oh yeah did I I told you about um, Tater and the June Bugs. You did not. Right? I didn't tell you about Tater and the June Bugs. Tater and the June Bugs didn't survive for a very long time, but um, I was on that team with uh, with Gerard. Uh, it was like Gerard and um, a bunch of people who aren't at the theater anymore, like two people who aren't at the theater anymore. Um, but like uh, Patience Ivanhoe, uh, who was then Phil Ivanhoe, um, and, uh, Phil Shepard was also on there every now and then. Um, and yeah, like, um, that, <laughs> yeah, I think we only did, like, two sets before, before we just went on to, we all just went on to other things. Who's your, who's your team now? Uh, I have a couple of teams. Um, now one is unnamed, um, like, uh, but... But I really hope we go for Prosecco Blood. I want that to be our name, but <laughs> like we like I I think we're probably waiting for like um our actual an actual like set uh to have before. to force yourself to name yeah yeah so the, the story of every cl- every improv class I've taken the ne- the name comes two minutes before you go on right exactly like um yeah I um I don't. I don't know when, like, we came up with Diamond Wolves, but, um, but I think the first time it was ever, like, really, like, uttered aloud was, yeah, at our, at our class show. Um, like, um, so there's that, um, there is, uh, I, I'm doing, um, guest appearances with Dad Salad. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm gonna do that tonight. Um, uh, ooh, What's that? Oh, Skybreaker. Yeah, Skybreaker. I'm on that. Um, and that's fun. Uh, and um, Zoggin's eventually going to come back. But um, but one of our members is a manager at 
the Amazon warehouse right now, and I'm not going to ask him to meet for anything right now, because that's, yeah, it's, it's in some ways a good time to work at Amazon right now, because you get to make bank, but, like, yeah, the holiday season is, is not a time where you have any, any time for extracurricular activities. Interesting. Yeah. So how do you feel about being on multiple teams? Um, I like it. Uh, I like it a lot. Um, it uh, gets me out, gets me talking to people. Um, I uh, I get to. I mean, e- each team does things differently. Um, Zoggin isn't really working. Uh, like, isn't really meeting regularly right now. So uh, they're not. You know, really any. There's no real juggling there. It's just you know finding when we're gonna come back. Um, the other two teams, though, are, are definitely very distinct in how they, uh, how they approach things. Skybreaker is, um, just straight up, like, you know, really short scenes. Nothing goes, uh, more than 90 seconds. I um, love that. I yeah, love that concept. Yeah, it, like, Jim, uh, Jim was pretty adamant on that from the beginning. I kind of want to do that um, tonight. Bring it up, yeah, totally. Like it's um, it, it's it's a good time when um, uh, when you're like um, uh, when you're just saying the first thing that comes to your head, like uh, knowing that like um, the first laugh you're you're done. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, first laugh you're done. Um, but having having that little bit of pressure to like uh, motivate you to establish characters and relationships and um, really heighten things. Uh, right out of the box, um, it's probably like the only opportunity you're really going to have to uh, to like be justified in murdering someone on stage, um, <laughs> because you can cut right after uh, somebody after you murder somebody, um, and and things would be absolutely fine uh, if it if it suits the scene. You can totally just murder somebody. Um, uh, yeah, but Skybreakers that way. Um, like uh, the as yet unnamed team um, will one day have a sketch component to it. One day. Right now, we're just trying to like nail our relationships with each other's improvisers and um, and work from there. Um, but uh, but yeah, so that's going to have like a little bit of a different tack to it. Um, probably a lot more um, just extended uh, scenes leading into those sketches, which are. Going to similar be uh, similarly be a little bit more extended, um, yeah. And Zoggin, of course, has its own uh, has its own format too. Like where <coughs> just arrange everything about around the works of Werner Herzog and, and have him as as a pretty constant presence throughout the throughout the thing. We have monologues in that uh, in the in the style of Werner Herzog, like. Um, um, I mean, of course, we take we take suggestions uh, from the audience, but then we, um, but we uh, we like preface the asking for the suggestion with something like um, Zach's favorite was always um, uh, uh, when I was a youth in Bavaria, I would make my first bucks by milking cows, and all day I would squeeze on the teats until my hands were raw. And read, I must know from you, my dear audience, what did you do to make your first bucks? 
and um, and somebody would you know respond with their first job, and then we'd riff on that. Like then we'd be like eh, forklift operator, and we'd be like all day we drive around this warehouse for what? We stack pallet on pallet on pallet on pallet so that they can be unstacked again, <laughs> shipped forth to God knows where, consumed, stripped of their cellophane packaging. <laughs> And, um, I just love that. Yeah. I just love that. Yeah, yeah, like uh, just finding the, the just bleakness of everything. Um, <laughs> I, it was it was it was a great like um, uh, beginning uh, to to come out from. Like I, you're, yeah. you're sucked in. Like the yeah. way it's so good. You're just like okay, I'm here now. Whatever this is, this is my reality. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, it's yeah, a really yeah. good way to get people to buy in. Yeah, yeah, and and it's a really good thing to to branch off from uh, as as an improviser because I mean going back to like our our little bit of a talk on on the limitations of of a medium and and how that can even be a good thing like uh, I I feel like um, the sometimes the more structure you have in in improv uh, the better um, the more you can like nail down format and say like okay, uh, we're doing, um, we're doing this in the scene, this in the next scene, this in the next scene, this in the next scene, um, like, uh, the better, um, things tend to go because you know what you're working toward, mm-hmm. um, and you know the bounds that you're working within. Sometimes, like, just, you know, having, having, like, kind of a freeform thing is great, but, um, having to worry about, like, um, when exactly an edit's gonna come, um, like, uh, how, um, how long, uh, you are going to have to, um, draw things out, things like that, that can be, like, um, the, again, the, the freedom of it can, can be a little, you know, anxiety producing, mm-hmm. um, like, uh, and yeah, for me, having having a definite format has always been uh, a pretty a pretty great thing to to rely on. I think I think our I think our group talked about doing a format, but I think we also just said we figured out when we all showed up. Sure. See who sure. got there. Yeah. And see what yeah. everyone else had to say. Because I think there's a couple people who I don't even know, mm-hmm. haven't even asked. But we just like, I was like, hey, Anthony, ask some of the some of the people in your three hundred one or something. Because like, mm-hmm. we want to have we want to have more women in sure. that group. Sure. Because I feel like it's all like dudes. Yeah. So I'm just like, yeah. we need more diversity. Like, we need different people up here, not just, like, the same white guy. Yeah. Like, which which bearded version are we going to get? Like, sure. No sure. beard, big beard? You know, yeah. so, like... Yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know. Just, just a lot of beards. <laughs> but, no, so I feel like that with that, it's just, like... I don't know. I, I really want to just... I really hope it goes well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is so many different people and everything. Um... I'm more excited to see what, what remains. Because mm. I feel like, like you said, there's a couple things where you did, like, one or two sets, and then it kind of didn't happen again. Yeah. Like, yeah. the Tiny Bladders moniker is going to continue, because we have a core three, like, people who I know I've been working with. Totally. And now we're just trying to bring more people on, so it's like, who's mm. going to stay, who's going to go, kind of thing, I guess. Right, right, right. And that's, yeah, that happens. Like, um... And uh, there, there's nothing wrong with having a small team, mm-hmm. too. I mean, Zoggin is just three people. Um, like, uh, yeah, I mean, you know, you do, you do like, <laughs> tend to run into, uh, like, issues of diversity when you have, when you have a small team. Um, 
Because, like, there's only so many people who can be on a three-person team. Exactly, right? exactly. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, like, um, uh, yeah, it, I, I personally like having, um, having a small team, um, because of, again, like, because I believe that, um, that the kind of key to, to having a, a good, um, good, like, on-stage chemistry is, is to really know the people that you're working with, and, and the more people are in a room at a, at a standard, like, hangout, the, the less you're going to get to talk to each individual person, like, um, and it's also, it's also fine for, like, people on a larger team to, to, like, be more socially invested in, in certain people than others, um, that's fine, because that happens in a regular friend group, you know, like, Certain people are besties, and certain people are, like, closer to acquaintances. Um, but, uh, but yeah, the more you can get to, like, kind of really being, like, uh, like, really being good friends with, with the people that you're on, um, on stage with, and really, like, knowing their sense of humor and knowing, like, um, what makes them laugh and what's going to get them excited and what's going to get them, like, really heightening, um... And, and the more you, um, get familiar with their kind of, like, stable of, like, go-to characters and stuff, um, the, the more you're, you're gonna have a good time, like, on stage. That's been something I've been learning a lot more yeah. about myself as my go-to characters. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, um, old man. Yeah, yeah. Uh, nonchalant dad. <laughs> yeah. And then, nonchalant. um, yeah. angry boyfriend. Okay. Which they're all they're all um, they're all very crotchety kind of yeah, people. Yeah. I, I do well with the, the loud, angry uh person. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Like, um I old man is um is definitely a good uh, one. one of mine, but um You do a good old man. Yeah, uh, I like <laughs> I like um uh I like wise or creepy old man. Mm-hmm. Like more than any uh more than anything like common child, there's much to see. Um, and things like that. I go um, for a confused, ah, what? What did you say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what is that? Get it away from a me. microwave. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Scrambling my brain. <laughs> um, things like that. Uh, that, that's, that's fun. Um, uh, yeah, I, I had, um, I had, like, when I was in, when I was in college, um, like, the best probably the best, like, practice set that I'd ever seen one of my friends do, he was, um, he was Krampus, um, he was playing Krampus, the, the Christmas devil, um, and, um, it was so funny, like, uh, cause we, we were doing, like, a, a, a set, um, practice set where, um, everybody occupied the same character through the entire set, so, like, um, really the, the whole thing was, just, like, um, having these two-person scenes, um, but just, like, really working on, like, a single story that was developed through the, through the course of the set, that was developed through, like, having two characters on, uh, on stage at any time, just talking about their, the relationships between themselves, and talking about, like, just gossiping, pretty much, about the people who weren't on stage, um, and, uh, like, it ended up that, like, um, it was just this kind of Christmas themed set where like, um, 
Uh, when was this? this? This was when I was still in school. Um, okay. So, like, this was maybe three years ago. And, um, like, uh, so it ends up that Santa has been, um, has been, like, seeing, uh, seeing, like, a mortal woman on the side and, like, um, probably had children with her, um, and he visits them only on, like, Christmas Eve, um, and, uh, and Mrs. Claus, like, um, gets to know about it, and she's, um, and she's distraught, but Krampus is there to be the, the shoulder she cries on, and so there's this, like, complex affair, like, you know, uh, like, um, between, like... Demon Santa and... Yeah, yeah, between Krampus and, and, uh, Mrs. Claus, and, um, and just Santa just being a total dick. Um, and the kids, uh, and, like, the kids were, were pretty great, um, were pretty great characters, too. Like, um, just, like, because I, I think a lot of the set, like, followed them, like, growing up and becoming more and more disillusioned This Santa. sounds incredible. Um, I totally want to see this. Yeah, yeah, it, it was a, it was a good format. Like, it was, it was a really fun format. Um, I don't know if we were doing, uh, the format as it was originally intended. It's called a LaRonde, um... But, like, um, so I, I've, like, when I did a LaRonde outside of school, it was, like, um, you start out with, um, you start out with two characters, and then you just have the next person in the back line, like, filing in, and doing a, uh, and replacing one of the characters in the scene, and, um, doing a scene as a new character with the old character from the last scene and you just keep on replacing like the oldest character in the scene with a new character and you just like keep kind of uh going with like you know having these relationships and and kind of establishing a a world that they all live in like uh through that but it, it was definitely very very different from um from the way that we did it at school um so maybe the thing that I was doing at school was a different thing entirely, and we were just you know, college kids who who didn't really know what we were doing, but they, it worked pretty they well. They both sound really good. Yeah, yeah, there it was fun. Yeah, there's I guess there's way more to that kind of character building. Characters is always characters and emotion were two of my biggest weaknesses, mm. especially before taking two hundred one, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and after having taken them taken that class, I feel a lot better about it. But I feel mm-hmm. like especially going into tonight where I haven't done anything in like over a week I was like yeah hopefully I didn't lose it <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 like um but yeah I, I mean I don't know it it's it it's definitely uh, improv's definitely something where where you want to make sure you're you're like regularly practicing somehow <clears throat> um mm-hmm. that holiday weekend though yeah yeah no this is this is a weird time like I I've had to I'd skip out on the Friday set because um, I was in D.C. Mm-hmm. And I had to, um, like, skip out on practice for the as-yet-unnamed team um, on Wednesday because, like, you know, everybody was going their separate ways for, like, mm-hmm. Thursday. And, I got the email that we're doing a set on Sunday from mm-hmm. Katie on Thursday on Thanksgiving. Oh, God, and look. so I had to reach out to everybody. I'm like, hey, sorry, we're celebrating, but, like, hey. Yeah. Can you make it? Yeah. Everyone got it to me pretty quick. Sure, sure. Because I feel like they're all like invested, which is what I wanted. I want people who, um, 
feel like they want to make this into something. Yeah. I guess. Just yeah. passionate about it. That's like the only criteria I think I have. Sure. Sure. So other than writing and improv, uh-huh. do you get involved in any other... Um, Creative endeavors? Yes. Um, make anything, produce anything, yeah, that, that short? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I act um, a little bit. Uh, mostly, mostly with Zach. Um, like nowadays. Um, that, uh, and that's fun. I used to act more. Um, like, uh, and, and being in that short film, like, uh, really did remind me of how, of how fun it is, uh, to act and like, um, uh, you know, how, um, how nice it can be to, um, have, uh, have direction and, and like interpret it and, um, and, like, talk to other actors and stuff. People who, like, who, you know, they, they've done, like, acting as, as a primary, like, discipline rather than, like, improv or something. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like, uh, I don't know. Actors, um, actors in, in general, um, I've, uh, I've been kind of, like, fascinated with, with them as, like, a, a group of people and kind of being one and seeing, like, how I fit the stereotype and how I don't. And, like, um, uh, I mean, especially in college where everybody, where everybody's just like, hey, I just listened to Stephen Sondheim for the first time and now I'm a theater kid and, like, um, <laughs> and things like that. Um, like, um, oh, Les Miserables. Um, and all of that. Um, that, that was... Um, that was a fun time. Just like, I don't know, just, just interacting with all of these like really flamboyant people who like, some of them are, are gonna, you know, go on to like some, uh, pretty great things and some of them are probably going to believe that they're gonna go on to do some pretty great things. But, um, but, um, but it, in any case, like, yeah, hanging out with, with actors and just kind of that that, like, sort of, um, just sort of the bombastic personalities that come out of, like, uh, theaters and stuff uh, was, was always a pretty fun, um, thing for me. Um, yeah. 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 Um, so, so I, I, I did, I did kind of, um, miss, uh, acting before I, before I got back into it a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I, I, I feel like, uh, improv... In improv, like the the only there there isn't really that like um, that same like degree of, of just like flamboyance uh, with like with everybody in an improv theater because um, because I mean as we were talking about before there there's a, a greater I think there's a greater degree of self awareness among improvisers in general in among comedians really. Like, yeah. um, because they, because like so much of comedy is just self-examination. Yeah. And, um, and if you, and if you go into like comedy and you've been in comedy for a while and you, and you're still kind of able to say like, you know, oh yeah, you know, I'm, I'm the best, <laughs> like I'm the best around then in a way it kind of feels like you're not doing it right. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of the best comedians. Did they ever say they were the best? I mean, yeah. oftentimes, like, 
just as an example, like Mulaney, like I didn't think people would come. I wanted to put that out of the newspaper. Right, right, right. Um, and, and he's incredible. There's no way that yeah. thing would sell out. Yeah, yeah. Like, like did you um, did you get to see uh, the the news like um, Mark Twain Mm-mm. prize ceremony? Like, um, uh, it was for uh, David Letterman. David Letterman got the got the Mark Twain prize at um, at the Kennedy Center this year, and John Mulaney was one of the. Um, uh, was one of the speakers, um, like, kind of honoring him, and, um, he said, uh, that, like, um, the first time he met David Letterman, like, um, his dad was there, uh, too, and, um, and John Mulaney's dad, like, uh, um, sees David Letterman, doesn't realize who he is, because John Mulaney's dad doesn't know, like, anybody, and, um, and, like, this is, like, after Letterman's retired, he, like, he's grown out his beard and all of that stuff, and, like, um, John Mulaney's dad goes up to David Letterman and just says, um, like, uh, my, my, you look like Moses with that big old bushy beard. <laughs> and, like, um, and David Letterman just bursts out laughing, and, like, John Mulaney had been, like, holding his breath for a moment, just like, oh, my God, Dad. You, he just said that the David letter embarrassed me like right now, um, but like, uh, but yeah, he um, loved it probably. Yeah, yeah, he he, he loved that. Um, but yeah, like like John Mulaney just seems like a very like kind of self aware guy, a very like very weirdly like um, he seems to have like like a, a very acute like sense of shame mm-hmm. uh, and and like um, stuff like that. And, um, I don't know, I, I, I kind of, I kind of like that just in, in like the, the best comedians that I've seen because it, it, it really does make them relatable on, mm-hmm. um, on a greater, on a greater level. And I think, I think that that's so much of like a lot of, a lot of art forms is just finding a way to, uh, to relate to, um, to the artist. And I think it's. I think I, I think it's um, most prevalent in in comedy and um, uh, oddly enough horror. I was gonna say literature, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, I can't read a book if I don't relate. I can't. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I'm reading to, a, to the protagonist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Typically, that's why I I'm reading a book of short stories now because mm-hmm. I'm like, mm-hmm. even if I don't relate to you, I only have to read for ten pages. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Like um, I. I mean, I, I think that that's, like, uh, with anything that's got, I, I think of, like, the telltale heart with that. Like, you can't necessarily relate to, uh, to the protagonist or really anybody in that. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's, you know, ten pages. You're just like, okay, that was well written. Yes. Moving on. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. I think that's why I still hold on to, like, the Harry Potter books. So I'm mm-hmm. a huge, huge fan of those. I read them, like, every three years or so. Sure. Just because of how much in my youth I related to the protagonist Harry, yeah, and just yeah, like yeah. they were very, I believe, very well written, and mm-hmm, so like mm-hmm. the the combination is just like yeah, this is the most influential book series in my in my youth. Sure, sure, yeah, yeah. I guess it was for me too. I mean, my my mom, um, my mom read me uh, the first four Harry Potter books, and like. After she, after, like, I'd kind of, like, I think I was, like, 
12 at the time that the fifth one came out, and we, like, tried to read it a little bit, but she's just kind of like, eh, this is weird. You're 12. <laughs> and, and like, I, it just didn't feel right to, mm-hmm. like, read them, uh, read them, like, alone. Sure. At that point. Like, um, so, uh, I mean, I watched, I watched the movies. I didn't watch, like, the eighth one. I haven't watched the eighth one yet. But, yeah. I'm I'm not as big uh in love with the movies mm-hmm. just because there's like a really good storyline. Yeah, yeah. And you can't translate that in a movie. Yeah. So they're good movies, they're just not true to the true story, mm-hmm. which is hard to do. Yeah. Hard I do. I remember uh I remember like um I think I think I, I don't remember how old I was when when Sorcerer's Stone came out as a movie, but I remember um, just being like kind of hit right off the right off the bat that um, Peeves wasn't there, like yeah, um, and just I'm just really loving Peeves, and like um, yeah, he just wasn't there. There was, was just something point. that yeah. with different as best as she could because there's a lot to write, mm-hmm. but like you felt like the day you you got led into the day to day. Yeah. More. Yeah. And it got you yeah. you were able to settle in, snuggle into that chair a little more. Yeah. Than you yeah. were into the movies where they're trying they're trying to be a movie, so they're trying to be crazy all the time. Right. right. But there's a lot of setup. Yeah. And yeah. for the for the parts where the page turning parts, just like Yeah. And that yeah. is why writing yeah. writing is so hard. Yeah, because you've gotta do um you've gotta be able to set up the the mundanity of the of the world too. Like, um I mean I think that people want to I think that people still want to go to Hogwarts and, and so many people like, you know, post those stresses about, you know, still waiting to receive my letter to Hogwarts. Not because <laughs> they want to be engaged in, you know, uh, in in battle for the soul of the wizarding world, but because they... She did such a good job setting yeah. up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Such a good job. I mean, yes, yeah. of course, plot holes and questions, but like... yeah. Yeah. Look, she made up an entire world. Right, like, right, right. There's gonna be a couple questions. Yeah, there's absolutely. gonna be some things. Absolutely. Like, um, but yeah, I, I mean, at the end of the day, like, it's it's a place where, um, where your tea can make itself and then pour itself out for you, and like, um, and uh, you know, are goblins slaves? Maybe, <laughs> but the house elves are definitely house elves are definitely slaves. Yes, yeah, definitely slaves. Yeah. And all you gotta do to free them is give them a sock. How, how do you avoid giving them laundry? Right, right, exactly, exactly. They're, they're, and, say, and say like, ah, okay, this sock would be lost anyway. You can have it. Uh, that that yeah. whole that whole bit. Yeah, yeah. Oh my goodness. But yeah, yeah. like um, yeah. Uh, although like like she does, Jay, some of like the the coolest like little supplemental plots and stuff or, or things that she wrote is like, you know, supplemental like histories and stuff. Like there is a history of goblin riots in, yes. um, and that in was the wizarding world. It's just a little like yeah. line or two. Like it was yeah. a book three? Maybe. Maybe. I remember he fell asleep during that exam when he was talking about goblins. But yeah, yeah. like that yeah. was um Yeah. Yeah. Oh, gosh, she did such a good job. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm like, all about those yeah. books. Yeah. Like, um, there, there's, it, it is pretty cool that there's, like, um, just all of these, like, little things that, um, that you could totally explore more, and, um, and I mean, they're, they're working on it, like, you know, oh, whatever you thought of, of, uh, 
Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them, like, um, it definitely did flesh out the wizarding world. Which is all people um, really wanted. Yeah, yeah. Anything that kind of brings it back. Yeah, yeah. And poor, poor J.K. Rowling can't write another book. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. That must suck to, like, I don't know. I, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, obviously, it's great to write one of the most, one of the best books ever, book series yeah. ever, but, like, you can't write anything else. And if you're a writer, that's what you want to do. Right. Because, right. I mean, she's set for money. Like, all she wants to do is just, like, write. Yeah, yeah. But uh, she did... Um, casual Vacancy. Yeah, yeah uh, there was Casual Vacancy. Um, but she did also write a series of mysteries under under a pseudonym. I heard about that. Um, like uh, Cuckoo's Calling, I think was one of the names. I think I heard books. about that. And it was pretty good, Yeah. Uh, as, as far as I've heard. My, uh, my dad read it, um, and he liked it um, Interesting. quite a bit. So, um, yeah, I, I mean, that, that might be just kind of what she has to do just I'm take her name away library. from like certain things yeah that um, name is done yeah yeah jk rowling can't be on another another piece of literature Ooh, so typically with the show yeah we spend the first hour talking about creativity uh-huh and if you're comfortable with it um usually the second hour is more personal okay delving into the person okay Sure. I specifically like to talk about relationships. <coughs> okay. I'm I'm a relationship guy. Okay. Last eleven years, I spent eight of them in relationships. All right. And I just got out of two terrible ones. Okay. Like really bad. So like that mm. that's um, <clears throat> that's where I usually like to take it. Mm-hmm. But I invite you to push it wherever you want it to be. Uh, well that's that's fine. Um, I'm not as uh as big into um, relationships. Uh, Which is just for the record, an acceptable answer. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, like uh, I, I mean, I, I don't know. For whatever reason, they they just haven't tended to uh, to work out for me. Um, I I think a lot of it is is just that um, I'm an only child. Uh, okay. And so I've I've always been very comfortable with um, being on my own, um, and. Uh, like, um, yeah, yeah, I've, um, sometimes I, I think I'm, uh, sometimes I think I'm too comfortable with, uh, with being on my own, and, um, like, I'm, I'm not really good at, like, um, I'm not good at being, uh, in big groups, like, uh, at all, but, like, I'm especially not good at, um, compromising, uh, for like, you know, purely the benefit of like, um, uh, being a, a social animal, I guess. Okay. Like, like if, if, if I want Thai food and a couple of other people want Chinese and I'm just really not feeling Chinese, uh, I'll just not go. Like that's, um, I think. I think that's the way to do it though. Mm. Like. I don't know. Again, I I lost my individuality in that relationship because mm-hmm. I just got out of college and it was just like I did. I all of a sudden had a lot more free time mm-hmm. and I wasn't going to you know classes studying. So like, and then I also moved to a brand new city. So it's re- mm-hmm. I felt like it was really easy to do where, that. Where do you? Come I lived from? in New Orleans before. Oh shit! Okay. Yeah, I went to school yeah. there. Cool, cool. Um, but yeah, so to come to a brand new city, never been here. I went. I my parents. Moved to Fredericksburg a little bit ago, mm-hmm. so I had been to Fredericksburg a couple of times. So mm-hmm. I'm flying in and hanging out at the, at the at the house. 
Um, but coming to a new place and all that was really easy to like do that. And also being a relationship person, like I just gotten out of like a two and a half year relationship where like we lived together and it was a really, really positive relationship. And then I was like, and I've noticed that in life when you're like dealing with people or situations, projecting is huge. Yeah. It's so, you have to be very aware that you're not projecting. Mm-hmm. And so like, um, I was projecting like, oh, we're going to be in a comfortable, like this is how every relationship is. This one I just got out of, mm-hmm. like you're a really cool person. I'm sure that that could be you. And, and then she got lost with, um, she had like her biggest semester of grad school and we didn't compromise well with the things I just mentioned. And so yeah. like miserable got yeah. out of that and then got into a two month relationship where this woman was like mentally, emotionally abusive. Uh huh. And yeah. so yeah. getting, going through those, I'm like, God damn, yeah, go get Thai food. Are yeah. you fucking kidding me? Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Right, right, right. Like, are you like, I don't know. Like that's, that's kind of been my, my thing is like, I don't want to ever get to a situation where I'm just compromising for the sake of compromising. Sure. Like, I don't want I don't want that to be a thing. And so like you saying that, like I don't I don't th- I don't see a problem with that. Sure, sure. Yeah. I, I I will say that I guess I do see this idea of like it's it's too okay to be alone. Like I'm alone and like I'm too okay with it. I can kind of see that. Yeah. I don't know. Like yeah, you have to be able to be alone, but like I guess with everything there's a balance. Yeah, yeah. See that I feel like it's your your typical way of living is very um contradictory to the way I have in the past lived mm. and I'm now trying to be more like. Mm-hmm. And so I welcome these adverse yeah. opinions. Sure, sure. Uh, when, when 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 was your last relationship? My oh god. Like I I mean I I struggle to even really call a lot of like uh the things that I've been involved in like relationships the last thing that i i did was probably like mm, it's going on a year ago now um it was like i um i met uh i met this girl um through uh through tinder who was a um like she just started out um, a master's in creative writing at BCU. And, um, so, you know, it, it was a pretty classic thing. She didn't really know the area. I'd lived here my entire life, like all that stuff. Show you around, you know, all that stuff. And, um, like, uh, things were cool for a while, but we, we didn't see like a lot of each other because we were both pretty invested in what we were doing at the time. I was, um, I was working toward masters in um, in English education, and she was doing her thing, and she had like you know, a twenty page story to crank out every like two weeks or something like Whoa. amazing work ethic like, um, uh, but it meant that neither of us really had time for each other like at all. Um, so when we did see each other, um, it was nice. We talked um, like, um, but we didn't really have much time to get, like, close at all, and, um, by the time we were kind of two months in to this, like, thing where we barely saw each other, um, things just kind of fizzled. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, so that was, like, the last thing that was, like, 
somewhat like monogamous over a over like a I get period you. of time. I, I get you. Like, the I've, intention was there. Yeah, yeah. I've been I've been going on like dates, like and. Have you, got, have you finished your master's? Yeah, I finished my master's. I work, um, I work as a TA at uh, at the Faison Center now. Nice. Um, uh, which, like, um, I mean, I, I'm I'm not sure if I'm really putting my master's to work there, uh, but you'll get there. Yeah, you'll get yeah. There. Like, um, I'm probably gonna end up going back to school eventually. Oh my goodness. But yeah, yeah. I want to do library stuff. Which is, yeah. Super Which good. Would be cool. That would be cool. But um, but right now, like Faison is where I want to be. It's uh, it's state pay, health insurance. Yeah. Like, um, and and I'm like excited by what I do. Like um, it's hard to come by. Yeah, yeah. Like um, um, but yeah, yeah. So um, I I mean the the real upside of that is that um, I have time. Like, uh, with Faison, I have more time than I ever would have had as, like, a, as a teacher. Like, being, like, ugh, God, so, ugh, so glad I, I, I didn't go, like, just public school teaching route. Mm-hmm. Like, that, it's a lot. Yes. It is a lot. It's, yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I, so now for, like, about the three months that I've been working at Faison, I, I actually do have time to, like, get out there for what seems like the first time in forever. Um, and, uh, and I, I like that. I don't, I don't really like dating. Like, yeah. just as a, as a thing, but, like... What's funny is, yeah. I've noticed that about me, too. Yeah. Like, I went on a couple dates, and there was just, like, this was, this was not fun. This yeah. was not worth my time. Right. I I could have been doing so many other things. Right. And even if I could have been doing nothing, I could have been doing nothing. Right, right, right. But I'm like here with this person right. who isn't interested in me. I'm not interested in them. Like, what are we doing? Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't, I don't know. Like, I, what's funny is I, I'd given up on Tinder. Mm-hmm. And then I'm kind of seeing somebody now who's okay. really not what I expected to find on Tinder. Okay. So it's like, it's going nicely. Yeah. I'm trying to um, keep, a, keep a strong focus on all the things, like, mm-hmm. being an individual, all these, like, everything I've messed up before, yeah. like, trying to, like, approach it in just, like, a way. Cause, plus, I do have so much going on, you know, writing, and and um, when I have practices yeah. soon, and stuff like yeah. that, and yeah. so, but, yeah, just, like, I don't know. Um, if that, if this doesn't work out, I'm definitely, like, done trying to find a relationship. Because mm-hmm. I noticed that's what I tried to do. Like, you go, like, for me, it was like, I'm good. I don't need it. And then, like, you have, like, a bad day and you download, like, Tinder. Yeah. You start swiping. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No. Seriously, though. Like, um, that's, that's kind of what, like, tends to happen with me. Like, I, I'm, I'm okay with being, uh, I'm okay with being single until, like, uh, one of my, one of my friends, like, starts to get into something, mm-hmm. you know, like, and and I was able to like, kind of say say to myself before like, oh, I'm okay because this person's single and like, I totally, oh yeah. god, I feel that because yeah. yeah. I remember um, 
when I was getting into that two-month relationship, yeah. my friend was also getting into a relationship, and I'm like, we're going to be like relationship buddies. Right, right, exactly. And then yeah. I got out of it, and he's still in it, and like, oh, now yeah. that's really weird, because it's just yeah. like, I have all this free time. Yeah. Which is yeah. fine, um, but he has no free time. Right, 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 right. Somebody and, like, yeah. Also, yeah. I won't say his name, and he'll never listen so it's fine. Mm-hmm. But just like, there are times where you don't, you get picked over mm-hmm. because they want to hang out with their lady. And yeah. I tell people about that all the time. Like, <clears throat> I'll be like, so-and-so, you know, we were going to hang out, but he was like, I'm going to wait to see if uh, this other, this person I'm in a relationship with is available. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, to me, that's not okay. Like, if I'm asking yeah. you, like, I'm first. I got, I got first dibs. Right, right, But then right. people bring up, like, well, you know, they're probably going to do, right? It's probably going to, like, you know, like, you know, yeah. like. Yeah. And I'm just like, no, it's not okay. It's not worth it. Right, right, right. I'm right. a friend. Yeah, yeah. You've got, you've got to, it, yeah, it goes back to that whole individuality. Which is, thing. which is, yeah. like, I don't care. Once I got, once I, once I had that happen, like, once I lost, completely lost my sense of individuality, I was just like, you know what? I don't care what I'm doing. If I make plans with somebody, they come first. Yeah. Like, right, like right. I'm, I, 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 yes, I, I'm into you. Like we're in a relationship, but like I made plans and I don't want to do that again. Mm-hmm. I don't want to like you. Yes, you are an important, and and you know it's new. Like if it gets to the point where it's like they're really important, then obviously they get first dibs. Mm-hmm. And it's like, hey, you know, so and so, you know, sorry, reschedule. Yeah. But, but by then, it's you have an established relationship, sure. not just like somebody new. Sure. sure. So I don't know. That's yeah. been that's been my main thought process is like maintain the individuality. Maintain no, we don't have to talk every day. No, we didn't we didn't talk on Saturday. Mm-hmm. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I mean, on one hand, further down the road, I wouldn't like that to be a thing. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe that's just me going back to old habits or something like that. Yeah. yeah. But just like I don't know, what where do you kind of do you are you just like agreeing with me? Like Oh sure, page? sure. Like I, I, I mean I I I find myself like um when I when I have uh, like you know been going out with people when I have um, like uh, done the like tried to set something up um, I I feel like a lot of times like um, uh, the the girls who end up being into me ladies who end up being into me um, uh, tend to be people who end up getting kind of dragged along into into the things that I do. Um, <laughs> like, uh, and, um, I mean, I, I think that, that that is kind of part of that whole, like, maintaining who I am as, as an individual thing, where I'm just like, so I'm going to this thing. You can come if you want. I'd love um, it if you... Can... Yeah. I'm going to give you the credit of saying, I'd love it if you came, right, right, but right. I'm going either way. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, I've got to be on stage. Um, you can totally come to this thing. I'd like it, I, like, usually, uh, usually in, in my case, like, if this is some, uh, this is usually somebody who, like, I haven't really um, done that much stuff oh, with, so I it get, is, I like, want to get into that, too. Yeah, like, like... Inviting somebody, somebody new, new to, to, to a sh- to a show that you're gonna be on stage for, right? Like, uh, well, I, let's just get into it. Like, how do how do you feel about that? Uh, I mean, I like. I think of it as as like. I want it to be like, something where, they come to thing, 
they're like, oh man, that was cool. Like, this guy does cool things, like, um, and all that. So that that's mostly how I'm thinking of it. I'm not really, like, thinking of it from the, from the point of view of, like, oh, she's going to get to see me on stage being all raw and vulnerable and stuff like that. I, um, <laughs> I just... Uh, you want to impress people. Oh, right, I want to impress No, get into people. it. Yeah. That, 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 that's what I've noticed a lot. Like, I, oh, like I, um, yeah, I got a show this weekend. I don't invite them because it's still very new, but I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> yeah, if you just happen to be there, like, it'd be whatever. Like, I just, yeah. I'd be on stage, been, like, whatever. Just kind of like that kind of right, thing. Right, 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 right. But, like, I know that that's, like, not a line that, like, they would cross. Yeah. But, like, in general, just, um... Yeah, I feel like that's what I want too. Like yeah. you want to be able to do something like that, but also like, like I went to a, um, we went out together to the Friday show mm-hmm. last Friday, but we went to the ten because yeah. she couldn't make the eight. So I went, I went to the eight, uh-huh. and then she stayed for the ten. Right. Um, which was Pyro plus one. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, I was having this for the whole week because I knew we were going like all week. I was just like. Do I put my name in the crock pot? Yeah. Because right, I want to. Right. And I feel like in this situation, you would have. Maybe. 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 Okay, yeah. so I didn't, mm-hmm. and it was, it, it was like, um, to, to be considerate, because we are like on a date, yeah. and it was, it was like, I don't want to leave you behind, right. and also like, I don't want to put you in a weird spot. Mm-hmm. Um, had you brought it up, I would totally would have done it. Mm. Um, but she didn't bring it up. But when I brought it up, I think she said it like would have been fine or whatever. But I was like, mm. no, 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 it's like you know, start with you, whatever. But um, I also so you 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 agree with that? Um, uh, the staying out of it so that I can be in the yes. audience. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I I think that like it's um, that's one thing if you have like you know a short like fifteen or twenty minute like set. Um, and, and then, like, you're just like, hey, uh, how did you do? And stuff like that, like, uh, afterwards, um, and, and then there's the rest of the set, and you guys can, like, you know, like, talk through the, through the, um, rest of the set, like, laugh at the same things. I, um, I, I always think it's awkward to, like, watch something with, with a date when, like, when I'm super invested on what's going in what's going on on stage and like I'm not even really like looking over cause like you have to, have to, you have to yeah. share that laugh <laughs> yeah yeah like yeah. I, that that's I I feel like um I feel like doing doing the like sharing the laugh kind of thing you run the risk of just being like like looking over and being like that was funny and then they're like as if I don't really I don't get really it. Get what it. were they doing? Like, yeah, right. He had a right. shoe. I don't know. <laughs> right, right. That's why I was I felt good about going to Pyro. Like uh-huh. it's gonna it's gonna be funny. And also there's yeah. like if it's not funny, it's like oh well, there's just a random person. Like who knows? Yeah. Like, so like yeah. there's like a room to be like ah no, no it was just a weird show. It was just a weird show. But it was of course it was hilarious and like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um and and the thing is is I had talked about improv a lot because. I liked, and she, she was like very encouraged. It's like, I like to hear what you're passionate about. Talk about it. And yeah, so sure. like improv came up and so she, cool. yeah, it was, oh, she's, she's awesome. She's yeah, really funny. Yeah. But, um, so like that was like, it just came up like we should go. And I'm just like, you want to go, we should go see to my, my theater. <laughs> Cause I have ownership. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. between the two, between her and I, yeah, I definitely, um, um, but so like, yeah, I felt, I felt like I made the right decision. Sure, um, sure. I also don't know. Cause I feel like if I, and this is, I feel, I'm excited where this is going. Like, mm-hmm. 
I think being new, I would have performed differently knowing that she was in the audience. Mm. I would have been aware. Because I've noticed that from, from, the one, from performing at Labs and whatnot in 101 and then doing it in 201, especially towards the end of 201, the audience disappears, mm-hmm. which is beautiful, and I love it. I want to mm-hmm. be just on that stage, um, not paying... I don't remember if they laughed because I was so focused on flipping that egg or whatever. Right. And so, like... I worry that I that that's a new level of audience. Mm-hmm. That's like audience level two because there's someone I care about in the audience. Sure. Like my showcase, there both my showcases there was only one, two people that I knew and they were just friends. Mm-hmm. So it was like eh, whatever. But like having somebody you know like, like that in the state in the audience was just like, yeah. I wonder if it would have affected me. Me, yeah. I think it would have. You a little more seasoned. I don't think it would have. Oh, uh, I mean, I I get I get uh, nervous about about different things I think like uh, a person I, I think like having a young person that I know in the audience is is like fine I've I've invited uh, I've invited my parents to shows uh, before um, and uh, they are not into it like at all like they they just have like a very kind of different sense of humor mm-hmm. and my dad is like the toughest person to please when it comes to comedy I'm willing to bet you go off stage and they're like, "You were wonderful. We love you." No, no, they're like, "It was terrible." No, uh, they, <laughs> like um, uh, the last time, the last time that uh, they saw me on stage, uh, like um, we went to dinner. We went to dinner at Max's right after, which was nice. Uh, but like um, uh, but something that my uh my dad said was like um. You know, it just seems like everybody on that stage is trying to be like the guys on whose line is it anyway, and there's only so <laughs> many people who can who can get paid for this kind of thing, you know? And, <laughs> oh my like, god. Uh, and, as 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 a, a new professional, that this feels like kind of like a slap in the face. Oh yeah, no, totally, it totally was. And like from that point on I, I just kind of said to myself, like well, I, I said to them, like, I I hope you don't take it hard if like, uh, if I don't invite you to these things anymore, uh, they're just, we're fine with that. Um, they're just, they're yeah. just not in the world. I feel like you have to yeah. be in the improv world to totally get the improv world. Yeah, yeah. I remember yeah. watching, oh, this is just to- totally relatable. I was watching my, my one-on-one, it was with, um, I was watching it with a friend, because mm-hmm. I did because we were first, so I watched 201 and 301 perform. Mm-hmm. So 201 was about emotions and characters, it was great. Mm-hmm. But when mm-hmm. 301 came on, 301 is patterns. Mm-hmm. People don't get it. Yeah, right, right. Civilians is a term I've heard used yeah. to describe non-comedy, non-comedy folk. Yeah. They don't yeah. get it. And so yeah. the, I'm like laughing because I'm like, oh, patterns, I get it. But like, she's just like, I don't, I, what were they with the, with the wishing well and the dragon's anus? Like, what is, <laughs> what is happening? I'm just like, oh, it's, it's, it's a pattern. You, you take one, one motion and one thing and then you bring it on. You're like, I'm cleaning the anus. Yeah. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, just yeah. like, so like that. And it was just yeah, like. Yeah. Oh, people, not everyone gets it. Right, like right, I bought right. in immediately because I'm I'm in my I'm at core I'm a comedy person. I've yeah. always been a stand up person, fiend if you will. And so like, to come into improv was a natural trans- transition. Like I'm buying in, I get it. Like it doesn't always make sense, not always funny, but it's all it's all about trying and blah blah blah. And like I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. And so now like thinking like my parents haven't seen me perform either. Mm-hmm. Uh, apparently my two ones on film, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Do I do I show them mm-hmm. my two oh one? I don't know how it will come off. I don't know this. I don't do I invite them to the theater? My mom's very supportive mm-hmm. and they think I'm funny in real life. And so like 
Uh, I don't know, maybe. Yeah. But then my next class is 301, which is patterns, which nobody gets. So she'll be like, great, you spent all that money and you got uh, to stand on the stage for a little bit. That was great? so cute. Yeah, I'm so yeah. proud. I don't get it, but it was funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, it, it happens. Like, uh, mm-hmm. I, I mean, um, yeah, there's, there's just some stuff that doesn't really, like, uh, translate at all. And then, and then, like, I, I I think that, like, I was also just kind of nervous during that set, mm-hmm. like, um, uh, because it was my parents, and because I, I, because I also knew that, uh, they were just that much tougher to please, and, um... You know, you know the audience. Yeah, yeah, and I, like, I think, I think in my, in the back of my head, I, I was just kind of like, ah, uh, you know, no matter what I do, it's... <laughs> It's not gonna go over well with these guys. And, <laughs> you can't. And lie. like that's that's like the thing that like you know. Really so so you down. would be affected. Oh, with with my parents in the audience. Yeah. With with and, a, with a, with, a, with a relationship potential. Oh, uh, it's 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 different with people my own age. I think I, I think that that's a lot of it. I think like there's um, there's certain things that like my uh, that my family thinks are are funny and. Um, and like there are people who definitely know what they like, and there are also people who, uh, <laughs> who can come to a uh, to a comedy show uh, without the intention of having a good time. Um, I think that that's so much of what makes uh, of of what makes any form of comedy effective. Mm-hmm. Just that the people in the audience are there for a certain purpose. It's not a magic show. Don't figure it out. Just right, 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 right. It's, um, and, and my parents can definitely, like, come into a room and pay for a ticket and just be like, well, this is gonna suck. And, like, um, and, uh, that's totally what they did. And that's totally what they got out of it because, you know, what we're going with that intention. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That, that that's a, that's a very interesting thought. You get yeah. what you expect. Yeah. So when yeah. you put the expectations, which I feel like that transition that transitions and relates to everything. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my gosh, yeah. I, I I feel like I need a second to digest that. Like that's like hitting me all at once. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like you know you don't think about that until you think about it, mm-hmm. and then it's like, yeah. oh my god, you're right. <coughs> what about um, let's say. I haven't experienced this, and I, based on what you said, I don't think you have either. Mm. Let's say you are in a, like a long-term relationship. Okay. And you're a performer. Uh-huh. Um, how much do you expect your partner to like support you? Uh, and what does I, support look like? I mean, in... Um, I, I'll say that with, with, my, with my friends, like, um, I don't expect them to see every show that I'm in. Um... Uh, I, I wouldn't even expect that of, of my performer friends. Like, because God knows I don't go to every show that they're in. I mean, I'm, I'm, I, I'm really good friends with Gerard. Like, whenever I see him, like, it's just like that. We're just, you know, palling around, like, um, uh, you know, getting on into just ridiculous, like, um, uh, kind of tangents and stuff. Like, um, I remember the last time, uh, like, at the, at the, thing, at the Friendsgiving thing, like we, uh, uh, it was just the dumbest thing, but we were just riffing off of, um, running together, uh, the name, um, <laughs> um, t- 
Tommy Lee Taylor Thomas. Whoa. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And like just just like <laughs> writing together celebrity names. That are that are already uh, too long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh so uh so yeah, and, and figuring out who Tommy Lee Taylor Thomas was. Oh, uh, God, I can't imagine who that person was. Yeah, like uh just um I I was thinking of Tommy Lee Jones. Um Gerard was thinking of the drummer for Motley Crue, and so like he goes from there to like uh saying like Oh yeah, I saw that sex tape between Tommy Lee Taylor Thomas and uh um Pamela uh Pamela Lee Louie Anderson. <laughs> um like uh Louis Anderson oh. Armstrong, Pamela Lee Louis Anderson Armstrong. Oh. Um so like we were just like that would be the Oh God! Yeah, that sounds awesome though. But uh, but yeah, like um, remember we were talking about cheese a lot. Cheese. We had a lot. Oh of cheese. yeah, and yeah, all yeah. Kind of screaming back. And yeah, and and like the um, <laughs> doing air horn uh, like um, doing like the air horn version of North African countries' names. Do you remember that? No, I was like, not there for that. Zipapapia. Like. <laughs> 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 Like, um, uh, yeah, God, Colt got in there too. Like, I was not um, there for that. Uh, Yuga Gondo! And oh my goodness. God, it was, oh God, it was, it was. <laughs> Rest in peace, headphones. Yeah, yeah. That's but, so um, funny. But yeah, that, like, um, and Gerard, I mean, Gerard's in most of the riots. I haven't seen a lot of the riot shows. But anytime, anytime I see Gerard, like, it's, you know, it's right back to that same level of energy, because we like having each other around. And, uh, I mean, liking having someone around isn't contingent on them going to your shows all the time. Like, um, so, I I mean, I I feel like that's, that translates a lot to, like, um... A partner. Yeah, to a partner, too. Um, uh, that, like, I'd, I'd want, uh, I'd want them to see, like... Some shows. Yeah, some shows, yeah. Like and, and also support the, uh, the general concept of you right. going to or being in shows. Right, sure, sure. But, like... Um, or like, if you wrote something or you recorded something, yeah. you'd want them to partake in that. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I definitely... Like, I, I feel like it's more... There's more of a responsibility of, uh, like, checking out kind of my written work. I, I think that, like the less people are involved in the production of something, the more, uh, the more a person's partner should be privy to it. Because, like, like... Ooh, that is yeah. a very, very interesting thought. Yeah. That no one's brought to my attention. Because, uh, like, I, I mean, again, it's... It, when you have... The more you're collaborating with other people, the less... Of you there is in that the piece. The less of you there is of it. So if you have a piece that's a lot of you, you're like, hey... You should say this because it's me, me, and you should be privy to what me. I am. Yeah. yeah, and like, but on the other hand, I I mean, you know, if you're on an improv team, like there's there's a little there's a little piece of you in it, there's and two you know, to seven other people. Right, right, right. Two to seven portions of that pie. So yeah, I I mean I I think with improv like, so much more of it is is just like, um kind of the pooling of everybody's effort into a, a into something that is that is entertaining and and you know it can say something it can say something about the people who are involved in it and 
but in the end, it, it, it really is something where it means more that you've come together to, to make something than it does that you did any individual thing in it. I, I, I don't know. Maybe no, that's no, a little garbled. No, but no, like, no. I feel like, I feel like I get the, the message. I might not yeah. be able to reiterate it, but it's like, yeah. you know, the something something is more than the sum of its parts. Yeah, sure, sure. And, and I think that, like, at the end of the day, it, it, it's really between whoever's in the audience and the people who are, who are on the team. Um, and, um, and like, you know, the team knows when they've had a good set, they know when they've had a bad set, and, um, and they're there to share in whatever, like, emotions come from that. Um, That's part of becoming a team. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, the trials and tribulations that you plus people go through makes partnerships, relationships, friendships, teamships. Yeah, yeah. What they are. Yeah, yeah. So, like, if we have a bad set tonight and people bail, it's like, okay, well, you're not going to be part of our building. Just sure. as an example. But if we have a sure. good set and people stay, like, hey, we're going to build something with what, what we're going to build off of that. Yeah. Kind of yeah, like that. Absolutely. Or, like, you have a good date, you're going to build off of that. You mm-hmm. have a good time with Gerard talking about Congo. <laughs> like, you're going to build on that. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I was trying to figure out how I could make that one. Yeah. Um, oh, man. If if uh, Democratic... Uh, uh, I guess you could you could go... Uh, um, it wouldn't necessarily be the air horn, but it would be... Dr. Congo. Um, <laughs> but... Uh, yeah. Sweet intro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, like, should, be our, um, that, should, that should be our team name. Dr. 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 Congo. Oh, God. <laughs> Oh, dark places. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, um, uh, yeah, yeah. That for, um. For everyone about to Google Doctor Congo, don't do it. Yeah. No. Do no. It. No. For anybody about to Google Doctor Congo. No. <laughs> no, Democratic Republican name only. But um, uh, but yeah, like um, I uh. I think I think that with any with anything where you where you have a team like kind of the the team's feelings on it and your audience's feelings on it are, are more are more important and it's less of a it's less of a personal effort like um yeah yeah the more individual something is and the more of yourself you you put into something the more important it is for your partner to be there to to review it like if I if I had a one man show yeah I'd want my partner to be there absolutely but yeah that was so I I I brought this up um, in my last episode because I had the my guest was someone who had been in a relationship for like sixteen years or something mm-hmm. and the only other person who I think I've had on the show and I said this um, I think it was Dashiell. uh huh. And so I asked both of them questions in relations to having a partner. Because yeah. um, I am fascinated yeah. with, with partnership and relationships sure, in general. Sure. Um, and so, yeah. The, the question actually came up. Because um, when I was in that terrible, like, shorter relationship, mm-hmm. um, I was doing the show. That was Dash was episode nine. Mm-hmm. And so it was still new. And um, the girl I was seeing, she made a point to not listen to it. Hmm. On one hand, I never, I'm okay with, I don't, I don't expect anybody to listen. Yeah. It's totally fine. Sure. I do this show for me. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're going to go out of your way 
Right. To say you're not listening. Right. Like, fucking listen to a show. And that's what Dashiell basically said was, like, yeah. she should listen to at least one. Yeah. I know right. it's a lot, but just, like, in general, like, right. listen to a half-hour one. Like, come on. Yeah. Um, and so that, to me, was another telling of how toxic, like, that relationship yeah, was. Yeah, sure, sure. Like, like, so uh, what reason did she give for not listening to it? Was it- she, I, I think, I don't know, but she wouldn't participate in anything. Uh-huh. Like, I was, like... Okay. You know, like, as a musician, she would she texted me like I'm immune to musicians, and I'm just like, what's that mean? I don't know. Like, yeah. what does that mean? I'm like, I'm, I'm we're we are we are in an exclusive. You asked me like, can we be exclusive? Like, yes, we yeah. can be. But like, that's you gotta give yeah. me. Oh my god! Right, right, like, like, what are you gonna? Where are you gonna give me at that point? Like, if uh God, it was so it was it was as frustrating as your. Yeah, she wouldn't yeah. ever come to any shows. She wouldn't come to. She didn't. Like, I couldn't play music in front of her. Uh-huh. She wouldn't listen to the podcast. And she was, she liked podcasts! She liked them, in uh, general. Like, I know mine's uh, not the best, but, like... Ah, uh, God, that, that really does sound infuriating. Very toxic. Horrifying. Very toxic. Very kind of hard to come back from. Yeah! When someone, like, <clears throat> two bats to the knees. Like, yeah, right, 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 right. And so... Yeah. That's that's when that was the that so if I got out of one relationship I was like I need to maintain a sense of individual self and yeah. then I got out of that relationship I was like I need to really make sure that I don't need anybody to do what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Jeez, but can you imagine that? that? Like, it, like I think it is. I, I mean, yeah, like like I'm I, glad you're as frustrated as I am. No, but uh, like I I mean when when I've like, like even, even just going out on, I, I went out on a first date with, uh, with somebody last Saturday, last Saturday, yeah, and, um, I don't know if I'm ever gonna see her again, um, but, um, but, like, you know, we've been talking a little bit, we've been sending, uh, we've been sending messages back and forth, and, like, first thing she asked me when we sit down together, like, how'd you get into improv? Like, um, she wanted to know, like, things about... You know, she had actual questions. Yeah, for yeah. She wanted to know things about like the you. art that I involve myself in, and what like you're passionate about. Right, right. This thing that I spend a lot of time doing, and um, like, uh, and I and I was interested, and she was a sculptor, is a sculptor, and I was interested in that too, because um, that's kind of you know <clears throat> what you do, like what. I mean, what do you what I, do you have left to talk about if you're not talking like, about what you love? Right, right. If we're not talking, there's actually a post on my Instagram. I was reading a book, and it was like, one of the duties of an artist is to be interested in other people's art. Yeah, right. Exactly. And I'm like 100 percent buying sure. in. I posted a picture, so I would always remember like that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, like when I went out, when I went on, the, on my most recent first date, like, mm-hmm. um, she was she's a painter. Yeah, and I'm like. Tell me, and like, look, I'm going to be as real as possible. Mm-hmm. The concept, just as a concept of oil painting, mm-hmm. yes, I have a lot of interest in mediums in general, mm-hmm. but talking about different browns and grays and like different layers, to the average person is not in- interesting. Mm-hmm. But because you're interested in it, yeah. I have... I already do have interest in that because I think it's fascinating. Right, right. But I'm going to have more interest because that's what you're interested in. Sure. Which I think sounds very dumb because it's like, on one, on one hand, okay. on one hand it's like, 
you only have interest because I have interest. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. I, I well, and that's why I think it, it sounds because I do have interest, but I have more interest because it's what you're interested in, and I want to hear you talk about it. Like, because what I did, well, because we talked about each other's interests, and like, I talked about improv, and I. I, I can get going on a rant really easily. Mm-hmm. And so it was probably like 20 minutes of just talking about like things I had learned in my experience. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. I'm sorry. I realize I've just been talking about, like I've been talking for 20 solid minutes. Mm-hmm. Let's, um, and she's like, no, no, no. And I'm like, okay, mm-hmm. I like that. You mm-hmm. meant like, you brought up a good point of like asking questions, but also kind of just like being in a conversation where you're expressing like your passions is like totally a very beautiful thing just on any level. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, if, God, yeah, it, it, it would be, uh, it'd be very disconcerting to me if, if I, um, if I, if I didn't feel like I, I could talk about, like, the things that I, that I enjoyed with, uh, with a person that I was going to be spending a lot of time with. Not even do them. Just yeah. talk about them. Right, right. Couldn't do that. Right. And, I, I mean, that's, that's really all I, all I want at the end of the day uh, to have a person uh, care and listen right who cares who does something that they care about that um, absolutely uh, and yeah you're you're definitely right in in saying that like what's more important than anything is that they care about the thing that they're doing and that they have a meaningful use for their time um, like I, I mean yeah it could just be like oh yeah I cultivate pet rocks and, don't care. And tell like, me about it. Yeah. yeah. What does that do you, mean? What like what do you uh, what do you see in those pet rocks? Like what makes a good pet rock? What makes a, a good, good pet, pet rock? Great. Right, exactly. Honestly, that's a very interesting topic. You could pick yeah. a more mundane one because I have a lot of questions. Right. Right. Do exactly. you know somebody who's done that? Because I need uh, to get with them. No, I kind of want. I kind of want to bring it up now. Calling like, all pet rock enthusiasts. Yeah, right, right, email right. the show. There's a spot for at you gmail. On this show. Oh, there's a big. We'll we'll double host that episode for <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. I yeah. have a third mic. We can get in there. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Uh, Cut Rocks, Chia Pet Owners, uh, oh, yeah. Chia yeah. Pet Owners. Yeah. Like, um... Shelves yeah. of Chia Pets all yeah. around the road. Yeah, no, like, I, um... Oh, God, I miss Chia Pets. But, um... <laughs> I, uh, one of my, one of my friends has a, has an unused Chia Pet in her basement. Um, uh, that thing needs to be used. Yeah, right, right, right. They, ha- they probably don't have an expiration date, but let's no. just tell her that they do, and it's soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, on its face, it's just a ceramic planter. You, you just you just have to plant stuff in the little ridges. I want to do that so bad. Yeah, she looks great. How do you feel? Good. You feel like this is what you expected? Uh, this was really fun. Yeah? Like, a lot. Like, I, I, I think I was expecting... Um, I was expecting this to be pretty cool, but like, uh, yeah, the the second bit threw me for a loop. Yeah. Yeah, I realized that um, some people get a little more in- information when they come in mm-hmm. before they come in, mm-hmm. and some people it's just like on the fly. Yeah. Um. So and and of course you were very gracious to just let it let it roll. I mean, yeah. you are an improviser, so. Yes, and. <laughs> kind of. I don't know that whole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. <clears throat> But yeah, so what's funny is, so the show that, you've heard of uh, the What the Fuck podcast, Mark Maron, WTF podcast. Oh, okay, yeah, sure. 
That podcast spawned the You Made It Weird with Pete Holmes, Mm -hmm. which is the one I listened to, Mm -hmm. and where this show comes from. Okay. This show is basically a ripoff with, with, um, it has been changed to fit my needs. Mm -hmm. He ends the show with a catchphrase, I am committed to never doing that. Okay. Uh, The way we do in the show is I like to ask my guests, um, you've been staring at my bedroom for the past two hours. Okay. What's the weirdest thing in the room open to interpretation? Whatever's on your mind, okay. whatever you want to talk about. Uh, okay. So, um. And feel free to mention more than one. Oh, 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 um, this, this <laughs> lighting fixture thing, this, this thing that's, that's hanging from the. Looks from... like a giant anus. Yeah. I, I was thinking it, it probably like viewed at eye level. It maybe looks like a, a multicolored poop. Um, <laughs> like like a multicolored like poop emoji style poop. Um, That's what it is. Really? It's a hat. It's That's a hat. exactly what it is? Exactly wow! Wow! <laughs> Nailed it! Great! I won oh, cool. it at the Arizona State Fair and oh. I felt like I had to display it at least for a little bit. Cool, cool. <clears throat> I like it. Um, Nailed I, it. I, um... That's been the most popular thing since okay. I put it up okay. every week. Cool, cool. Um, the, uh, the, like, giraffe and mouse friends mm-hmm. embroidery. Yep. Um, uh, what, what's up with that? Um, so I had a wall in my room in New mm-hmm. Orleans, um, mm-hmm. that was just blank. So okay. I hung the friends thing at the top, and I mm-hmm. filled the wall with just, like, different friends things. Mm-hmm. So it, the wall's gotten a little smaller, there's, like, uh... Chicago subway passes, mm-hmm. um, a Whataburger seat, and a name tag for when I went to Houston with my friends. We did an nice. escape room and had nice. Whataburger. Um, wedding photos, like a little like snapshot on the right. Arizona uh-huh. State Fair ticket, uh-huh. etc. Nice. Um, just just like small memories to like remind me that of the good times oh, that cool. I have with the uh, friends oh, who live every. We meet up in a different city every year, and we oh, cool. go and um, nice. just enjoy. Usually, it's where somebody yeah. lives, so it's a little more uh, a little more. Yeah, a little easier. A little easier, yeah. yeah. We're going to, we've been to Austin, Chicago, and Houston, and we're going to mm-hmm. Minneapolis next okay. summer. Okay. Super fun. Cool, cool. Yeah, that, that's also, I feel like because that's at eye, like right where you're looking, that like, uh, that's another popular thing. Yeah. I would like it if you picked another thing, just to see okay. if it's the same I'm third thing. thing that people pick. Okay. Uh, oh. Okay, um, the, the New Yorker thing. The, the, no one the ever, no one ever, class. no one ever thinks yeah. that. I, I had a bathroom, um, in New Orleans. Um, surprise, surprise, they have those there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and it was painted this gross blue. Okay. Like, r- more royal than royal blue. Okay. Gross. So really, like, deep. No, like, bright. Bright and, oh. like, not fun. Ugh. So, we had a project idea to cover the wall with pictures. Okay. And so that's the only one that is left. Nice, um, nice. Got that yeah. at Goodwill. Nice. Yeah, yeah. I I like the the New Yorker guy. I think it fits. I think yeah. it, it it's also not held up by anything. I think it fall over oh, at any time. Cool. Yeah, I'm pretty. It's I live on the by, edge. Uh, force of its own class. <laughs> oh, I say. Yeah. Um. You have any plugs? Social media, etc. Um, I plug it in the intro so people ooh, will hear ooh. it. Uh, well, um, yeah, uh, come to the refinery when you can. Um, uh, I plug the shit out of the coalition, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, coalition's great. Uh, if, if you ever see, uh, any published stories by Nathan Bebas, that's me. Um, Do you have, like, a a social media that you plug stuff on? Um, 
Ye, not really. Well, uh, if you see posts from Zoggin, that's uh, there's a one in three chance that I uh, that I curated that post on on behalf of uh, Zoggin at Z O G G E N. Z O G G I N. I N. Yeah. I'll get that right. But yeah. So follow us. Um, we'll be posting new stuff soon. Um, it's probably gonna be the new year before we are um, doing new sets. But uh, but yeah. You you have not stared as intensely at the microphone as much until you started to like plug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be pretty good. But you were just like you got a little cross-eyed. Oh, I gotta, I gotta yeah. be honest. You got a little cross-eyed. Mm-hmm. Well, thanks for doing the show, man. I really appreciate yeah, thanks, it. Thanks, man. I, I appreciate being here. Absolutely. Hey, I remember syrup sandwiches and crime allowances. Vanessa nigga with some counterfeits, but now I'm counting this. Parmesan with my accountant lips. In fact, I'm down in this. Do say with my boo babe, tastes like Kool-Aid for the analyst. Girl, I can buy your Westy world with my paste stuff. Ooh, that pussy good. Won't you sit it on my taste bloods? I get way too petty. Won't you let me do the extras? Pull up on your block, then break it down. We playing Tetris. AM to the PM, PM to the AM phone. Piss out your per diem, you just gotta hate them folk. If I quit your BM, I still rock Mercedes folk. If I quit this season, I still be the greatest folk. Right stroke, pull a baby in the spiral. Soprano C, we like to keep it on the high note. It's levels to it, you and I know, bitch, be on. All up, bitches. All up, bitches. Sit down. Sit down. Sit down.